నమస్తే వెల్కమ్ టు దిస్ పాడ్కాస్ట్ ఆన్ మహాశివరాత్రి సో మహాశివరాత్రి ఈజ్ ఎ వెరీ ఇంపార్టెంట్ ఫెస్టివల్ ఇన్ ఇండియా ఇట్స్ ఎ a festival of what we call as contemplation meditation and tapas because we have many festivals every other day in india we have festivals some festivals are uh, they represent like seasonal changes they are more of family gathering some festivals are celebration oriented people are very happy they wear new clothes they they party they gather some festivals are are really like meditative festivals contemplative festivals where people are happy joyful but at the same time they take time to pray worship contemplate and and definitely not party so mahashivaratri is in fact Uh, comes on top of the list of these type of festivals it's celebrated across the country all the states everywhere they celebrate the stories they have are different different places they have different stories because mythology is a part of uh, the culture we have myths we have stories but the philosophy behind is same the practices are almost the same the spirit behind the all these things is the same so maha shiva ratri it has three words what is maha maha is great shiva is shiva ratri is night what is this great night of shiva so shiva literally etymologically in sanskrit word shivam means mangalam auspicious good so shiva represents good or auspicious in a literal sense mythologically shiva is a, a god a male god shiva represents uh, part of the trinity in indian system we have trinity i'm not using the word hindu if you observe that hindu is a word coined by british in 1828 indian philosophy is there from maybe 7000 years or even more vedas are at least 7000 years old the word hindu is not there even in one place in the entire literature of indian spirituality the word hindu for administrative and for certain other conveniences the hindu word was coined by british in 1828 as late as late as that i used to think that it was there for 3 400 years but recently i i studied i found that it is only in 1828 they coined this word hindu from the word sindhu sindhu is the river indus based on the indus valley civilization and all they gave this word hindu so in the indian uh, philosophy 
we have a trinity concept we have three gods and all the gods have goddesses as their wives brahma vishnu and shiva so brahma is the creator vishnu is the one who manages the creation sustains manages the creation and shiva destroys you need all the three in order to create you need to remove all the old junk things the new ones come into existence what is not needed is to be removed so then the new things come into existence and that has to be maintained so the creator is called brahma brahma literally also means creator vishnu means literally vishnu means all pervading because he is the one who manages he is like the managing director or manages the whole creation that's why for us god generator organizer and destroyer all the three so this is the trinity concept mythologically there are three gods brahma is a god vishnu is a god shiva is a god spiritually they are not really three gods it's the same universal intelligence doing the job of creation is called brahma doing the job of maintenance is called vishnu doing the job of destruction is called shiva like the same person you no know, in the fam in the in the house so she may be called mother when she goes to the office she becomes officer when she goes to the to party she becomes a friend with her friends so each one gets uh, like all of us have we play different roles so universal intelligence playing different roles also this is a philosophic way of looking at it but mythologically they are three gods so why i am telling this at this stage of mahashivaratri is there is a story once brahma and vishnu they had a fight what is this gods fighting this is mythology you have to understand they are trying to bring out some philosophy through these stories we are all like children we love stories so through stories they try to bring out something when you tell children some stories children will ask lot of questions you should be patient they will ask why that why for everything they will say why what how all that they ask so similarly the rishis who created these stories they wanted us to think and ask questions so the story is like this brahma and vishnu once had a fight why because each one thought i am superior brahma said i am creating this world so i am great vishnu said you are creating this world but this world is full of problems and i am maintaining it so maintenance is more difficult sustaining it and maintaining it is much more difficult than creation so i am great so they started fighting quarreling literally they started fighting the fight went on and on and on and on because it's like a because two big powers superpowers are fighting so one who created another is sustaining so it went on for a long long time it didn't get resolved because the two top people of this creation are fighting then the whole creation came to a stand standstill it was not nice then suddenly there was a column of light appeared a very effulgent bright big column of light appeared there in front of them it was so effulgent and so powerful it was so dazzling dazzling light like a column of light and brahma and vishnu suddenly were uh, taken aback they were sh- they were in shock where from this light came they didn't know one is the creator other is one who is maintaining this whole creation they had no clue where from this light appeared 
and then they looked up and down there was no beginning or end it was just an unending column of light then they suddenly thought that okay uh, if we can find the beginning or the end of this light whoever finds will be great it considered as great so because they could not resolve by fighting they could not resolve the issue so they thought that this column of light if we can find either the beginning or the end of it whoever finds the beginning or end of it will be great so then brahma decided to go up into the sky because he had a vehicle that is a swan so he wanted to go on his swan to find the the top of the light and vishnu has a wild boar in one of his incarnations as avatars he was a wild boar he said i will find out the the route from which the light is coming so he started digging into the earth and going down and brahma started flying on his swan to find the top of the light column of light again they went on and on and on and on for a long time they could not find brahma after flying such a long distance to extremely high altitudes was feeling uncomfortable it took long time suddenly a thought came to him that uh, maybe if i say that i found out how vishnu will know so i can tell that i found out the top portion of the light i found out the end of it and then he saw a flower there in the skies a particular flower and he told that flower that can you give me evidence i am brahma i am the creator i will favor you if you just say that yes brahma because you need to have an evidence because brahma says i found then vishnu may ask how can you say that then the flower uh, said that okay i will i will support you and then brahma came down and then vishnu came back vishnu also came back he vishnu said i could not find the 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 root of it but brahma said i found out the top of it and the flower gave the evidence yes yes brahma found out the top the end of this light so in a way he told a lie so immediately shiva appeared there shiva appeared there the column of light disappeared and shiva appeared and he said you being the creator should not have told a lie it is completely unacceptable and shiva chopped off the top head of brahma brahma had five heads four on four in four directions one facing the skies so shiva removed or chopped off the head of brahma the head which is facing the skies shiva specialized in chopping of heads so because uh, it doesn't mind because shiva also had uh, had transplant technology with him so ganesha he chopped off he replaced the ganesha's head with elephant head daksha he chopped off and he replaced with a goat head actually shiva chopping of heads is just a representation of removing ignorance removing arrogance removing uh, ego so he removes that which is not good so shiva is considered good because he removes that which is not good otherwise how can someone who is killing and destroying be called good because he destroys ego he destroys ignorance he destroys all that is an obstruction to our spiritual growth 
so he chopped off the head of brahma uh, and brahma accepted so the story is mythology is that that head was thrown away and then it fell in one portion of himalayas near badrinath so anyway but he didn't replace the head because anyways brahma still has four heads then only it was told that brahma because he told a lie he will not be worshiped that's why in india we don't have temples for brahma there is only one one temple near pushkar in rajasthan uh, whereas vishnu has temples everywhere shiva has temples everywhere but brahma has only one main temple a few a few more are there but not definitely not many so this is how the the story is that this column of light appeared on this particular day the shivaratri in the night so the light is the light of awareness which removes the ignorance like ignorance is removed by knowledge darkness is removed by light so this column of light appeared on this particular night that is why it's a festival in the night we keep awake so generally night represents darkness delusion heaviness tamas night is the time when people either sleep feel dull or lie or they, they party and celebrate and all this so on this particular night it is told that you meditate you meditate spend some time all the time you are doing the same like you are sleeping so keep vigil whole night you keep don't sleep try to be awake and meditate or pray think about life and contemplate think about light and knowledge so this particular festival is a festival of uh, festival of uh, awareness festival of knowledge and uh, meditation but in a joyful way because it's a nice thing that shiva appeared as a a column of light um so that is why actually 12 o'clock in the night middle of the night is called lingodbhava kala the time of lingodbhava that is uh, shiva appeared as a column of light so in all the shiva temples in the middle of the night they do special worships and people they do a few things when some people keep fasting so instead of feasting they do fasting so let us celebrate by fasting not just feast because many times we celebrate by feasting so why not celebrate by fasting so people are happy actually but they do a fasting 24 hours and also they keep vigil whole night they keep awake at least those who cannot do these things they at least meditate or pray they repeat the mantra of shiva om namah shivaya so om we all know uh, om i cannot explain it takes long time om is the totality om is the name for everything put together and namaha namaha means to surrender to invoke to recognize namaha pravibhave it is from the root uh, it means actually i i surrender i recognize i bow down i invoke what to shiva shivaya shivaya means to shiva on to shiva shiva means what auspiciousness goodness so etymologically om namah shivaya means i am recognizing bowing down or i am invoking uh, the best from within me i invoke the best from within me but it also 
mythologically it means i bow down to shiva who is good who is auspicious who represents knowledge awareness so that's how it is uh, so they at least do this repeat the mantra for some time and try to meditate on this this concept so there are other stories also for the shivaratri one is the that it is the marriage day of shiva and parvati parvati and shiva got married parvati did lot of tapas to get uh, shiva as her husband so shiva because shiva is also called mahadeva deva means god mahadeva means great god shiva is considered great god because he is so good he is very non judgmental very unconventional very easy to please he is very kind loving simple yogi he meditates his external life is very simple he lives in the nature he is very close to the nature and he is also very human in his approach he fell in love with parvati not only that he got married to her against very much opposition so all this represents a, a very a very easily approachable god so shiva is considered as uh, that so the story is that parvati in order to get married to shiva did lot of tapas she did lot of what we call penance or austerity or tapas means doing lot of things out of comfort zone in order to uh, learn about herself and uh, and to to go in the direction of the spirituality so so it, this is considered as a day of of uh, of love because they got married it's a marriage day wedding day wedding anniversary of shiva and parvati so what is shiva and parvati it is the wedding of awareness and energy shiva represents awareness parvati or shakti represents energy so it's a wedding day or wedding anniversary of shiva um, and shakti that is wedding anniversary of energy and awareness we all need awareness we all need energy i always keep saying awareness without energy is useless energy without awareness is dangerous so we need both awareness is needed energy is needed so it's a wedding or marriage between energy and awareness so this is a day again of this that's why when people are like whole day fasting and everything you are energetically you are practicing awareness so it's not just a passive awareness but you know quite actively participating so people spend this day thinking it's a working day so it may not be possible this time for many people but at least what i strongly advise or recommend is uh, is uh, to meditate for some time maybe half an hour or so repeat the mantra om namah shivaya or if you already know the mahamrutyanjay mantra then you can repeat the mantra uh, of uh, of the mrutyanjay mantra trayambakam yajamahe सुगंधिम पुष्टिवर्धनम उर्वाकमिव बंधना मृत्योर्मुक्षीयृता यजामहे सुगंधिम पुष्टिवर्धनम उर्वाकमिव बंधना मृत्योर्मुक्षीयृता दीज आर वेदिक मंत्र सो वी आर सपोज टू चाट दम विथ प्रॉपर इंटरनेशन सो आर सिंपल 
ఓం నమ శివాయ ఇస్ ఎక్స్ట్రీమ్లీ పవర్ఫుల్ సో యూ కెన్ రిపీట్ ది మంత్ర కాంటెంప్లేట్ ఆన్ అవేర్నెస్ అండ్ ఎనర్జీ కాంటెంప్లేట్ ఆన్ లైఫ్ కాంటెంప్లేట్ ఆన్ ది రియాలిటీ ఆఫ్ లైఫ్ ఇన్ ఎ జాయ్ఫుల్ మేనర్ ఇట్స్ నాట్ ఎడ్ థింగ్ ఇట్స్ ఎ నైస్ థింగ్ సో దెర్ ఈస్ అనదర్ దెర్ ఆర్ మెనీ స్టోరీస్ ఫర్ దిస్ ఫెస్టివల్ సమ్ పీపుల్ సే ఇట్స్ ద ద డే వెన్ శివా డిడ్ కాస్మిక్ డాన్స్ ద నటరాజా కాస్మిక్ డాన్స్ ఐ విల్ నాట్ గెట్ ఇన్ టు దట్ స్టోరీ నావ్ బికాస్ ఇట్స్ లాంగ్ ట్వంటీ మినిట్స్ ఆల్రెడీ సో ఐ విష్ యూ ఆల్ ఎ వెరీ హ్యాపీ మహాశివరాత్రి ఆన్ ది ఆ దిస్ మండే హ్యాపెన్ టు బి ద ఫోర్త్ ఆఫ్ మార్చ్ సో యూ కెన్ సెలబ్రేట్ ఇట్ బై కాంటెంప్లేషన్ బై రికగ్నైజింగ్ డిఫరెంట్ ఆస్పెక్ట్స్ వాట్ ఎవర్ ఐ స్పోక్ సో ఫార్ సో విష్ యూ ఎ వండర్ఫుల్ డే విష్ యూ ఎ వండర్ఫుల్ ఫెస్టివల్ ఓం నమ శివాయ శాంతి శాంతి శాంతి